bro, 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 bro. Dude, was there Kids. not some amazing things that happened? What two days ago, dude? <clears throat> we have an opportunity to talk about something that just happened in the world of the paranormal. And, and I, I honestly, as much as a believer I am. Mm-hmm. I I I don't know where I stand on this one. I'm kind of confused too cuz this I mean at first I was like, you know, so so this guy Jaime Mosan um who is known for producing these hoaxes and stuff. He's a guy that also has claimed to have seen the Lady of Guadalupe. Yes. Um, so they, they're basically certifying him as batshit crazy, but he claims that two mummified corpses of aliens of extraterrestrials were found in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And they had, a and they, he just releases them here on, on Wednesday, like just a few days ago. Huge presser in down in Mexico. Uh, we should. I, I got. We got a picture of one up here. Yeah, uh, there's actually two side by side. Pray. I I I don't know what to think about this. Do I want to believe that they unveiled two alien bodies? The problem with this, I think, is told me. there's been so many hoaxes out there with alien autopsies and things like that that you can find on the web shoot all the way going back to like 1980s when they put that on on the news with an alien autopsy i remember that as a kid so i mean this is huge news though i mean like if if this is and they found them what in peru yes they found them in peru and 2017 um and it's just, yeah, it's, it seems kind of, well, I mean, I guess it's okay to release it now because we finally started to release the government documentation that aliens yeah. exist. Yeah, the world has come together and saying, yeah, aliens do exist. They, yeah. uh, they waited until we were on lockdown to tell us, but yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all like, well, duh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's not news. <laughs> it's not news. You know, people can't run. It's like you can't run because you're on lockdown. So we're yeah. just going to tell it's you here. It's here. <laughs> um. So, yeah. so yeah, you you got you know they actually talked about this. You know, you were talking about how NASA had a meeting because they do their UAP yeah meeting, and they're like they had to bring this up. Like, dude, this guy just presents these two mummified. It was like out of, out of nowhere, like they're like, yeah. like, hey, we're gonna hold this press conference about this special thing that we got, and bam, yeah. here's two mama fu- or here's two freaking alien corpses in these kid caskets, yeah. And I was like, what the hell? I did. I've I've been I've been looking into this for the last two days, including today, bro. Yeah. Uh, because I follow quite a few one conspiracy theorists and UFO theorists and things like that. And so, and they're like, they're on it. They're on it. Dude, they're saying fucking nothing. Yeah. 
they're saying nothing that which i found a little alarming that yeah they don't have an opinion on this i'm like how are you not talking about this yet but right so I, that seems weird to me right yeah um, uh nasa's come out like hey you know let's you know if, if this is real let's let's why put it out there like that? Why don't we just, why don't you just give it all to the science community throughout the world so they can run their tests and see what's going on, but that's not yeah. happening. No. Bloody. They're like, nope, this is ours. We're doing it ourselves. But this is a big thing for Mexico I mean, to go out there and, and do something like this. To bro. drop this bomb like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I read, I read an article um, that, um, the executive director of Americans for Safe Aerospace, his name is Ryan Graves. He was, you know, sent by our government to investigate this and testify before Mexican Congress. Yeah. To which he described this as, and I quote, an unsubstantiated stunt. Yes, he, he, so he uh, thinks this is bogus. Yeah, because he I guess he was there for the presser, if I remember right. Yes, he was there for the presser, and the government went, Do you see this? And he went, Yeah. He goes, Do you want to look into this? And he, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so he went into this and then he was like, he spoke before the Mexican Congress and he goes, No, this is bullshit. <laughs> you got, um, yeah. Uh I I yeah, so I'm going okay, I don't know what testing. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're they're claiming that the corpses you know, which we talked about were discovered in Peru were between 700 and 1800 years old. Yeah. That, that, goes that they did carbon to... dating on this. Yeah. Mayans, Incans. Yeah. Like Aztecs. Type Please type. listen. We're trying. We're, I'm, I'm listening. You go ahead and talk whenever you want. I don't know. This, this is breaking news. We had to share it. It's yeah. so. It's really weird. So this this was the thing. So um, Julieta Fierro, who is the, a researcher at the Institute of Astronomy at the National Autonomous University of Mexico, was among those to express doubt. She yeah. said, and I quote, many details about this make no sense. And then she goes into talking about Jaime Masson. She says, Jaime, she says, Masson has done many things. He says he has talked to the Virgin of Guadalupe, and he said he told me extraterrestrials do not talk to me like they talk to him because I don't believe in them. And so her her basis is on the person who released it. It's this is this is basically like Vince McMahon starting the XFL. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it it is really hard to. Put a lot of stock in this com considering where it's come from. And I'm not talking about Mexico. I'm no, talking I'm talking about, about the guy. Yeah. This Musan. guy, Jaime Musan, releasing this is like, yeah. Because, yeah, when when Vince McMahon started the XFL, everybody was like, oh, it's got to be fake because it's Vince McMahon. Yeah. Even though it was actual real football and they actually did some great stuff. I know I actually did some work with them when they first oh. started. I went to but a because it had Vince McMahon's name on it, everybody said, no, it can't be real. So do you think that this is well, partly the case here 
or do you think that this is suspect because of the guy? I I think it's I think it's suspect because of the guy. The guy has has a little bit too too much negativity on him. He's he's done this before and not just once. Yeah. Um he's been found out each and every time. Uh and if this is a hoax, yeah. he'll be found out again. Yeah, I, gonna, yeah. I, I again, as much as I'm a huge believer in aliens and UFOs and, and people in the sky or or even shit Not in the ocean, uh, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my opinion on whether I think those are real or not until more can be found out about it, more mm. studies can be done on it. I'd I'd rather have an educated opinion and then instead of just forming an opinion on base of shock. So that is the big. The big, big current event mm-hmm. uh, that happened this week. We, we, me and David, was just like, we have to talk about this. We got to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it. um, that's going to be interesting how the next couple of weeks pan out. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd really like to see if they share, share the the, or at least allow people to come in and study them, grab DNA tests and things like that. Make sure it's a biological, not just some stone sitting in there. Uh, yeah, so I, I I would like to see. Even though Mexico does say that they did DNA testing on it, so yeah, well, and I I'm I'm not trying to throw shade at the Mexican government, but what a way to get your name in the news. <laughs> yeah, and it makes you I don't know it makes you wonder. I don't know. And, I would hey. I would think that maybe if if it was truthful, it was more truthful that I would. Even though, even if Jaime is totally behind this, I might put another person out in front. Yeah. So yeah. that people don't throw shade please at the go. person. Absolutely. And it's saying, oh. please go. So. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's so our I cue. Think, I think we're good. That's our cue. We're going to take right. off from Mexico and land in Japan. Japan. For our work on cryptids. Part 10. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the Hibagon. So let's go ahead and roll the intro. Keiko.
What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into Spirit Spirits Season 3, Episode 24, Cryptids Part 10. Boy, that's getting longer. The Hibagon. I am your host for ghosts and everything in between, uh, John Watkins. And of course, your host, host with the most, most, Mr. David Lowe. And Dave's doing the Sapporo. I live in a mile square community, so I'm drinking Dos Equis. I could not find Japanese beer. <laughs> It's funny. I almost, I almost grabbed Mexican myself, but this is the Sapporo Private Reserve, which I haven't tried yet, and it's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. And I'm going, I'm going Japanese tonight, so I'm going to be, be doing the Japanese beer. Do Mexican. Um, Want to say a big thank you to Jordan who just threw Bless. a like on Facebook. So thank yeah. you so much. Appreciate it, Jordan. Uh, turn, uh, rich came in and said, what's up guys. So uh, while we're what's up my brother. So yeah, he just, he just realized that we put the Streamyard link on in the chat. So you guys, <laughs> if you join us on the show, the Streamyard link is in the chat. You are welcome to join us live. Oh, absolutely. You're and, always and jump in the discussion. If you in. so, if you so desire. If you don't mind uh, putting your face out there for everybody to see it, uh, I know uh, some people aren't so shy. They don't have a problem coming in here. Uh, but if you're on the shy side, you know, you can always post your comments. We see the comments. We share the comments. We answer the comments. Yeah, we, we are not we are not afraid of discussion. Uh, nope. Uh, we welcome all opinions. Uh, whether or not we might agree with them or not, uh, we welcome them. And we're willing to have a discussion. No. On or not <laughs> <laughs> not not uh but yeah um the best thing i can so say yeah. you are here at least come in say hi uh let us what know brought you here and if you liked what Funny. you listened to or heard or saw go ahead and hit that like and subscribe and share it with all your friends man share it with mm -hmm. all your friends because we're just two goofy guys that like to drink and talk about the paranormal and speaking That's of right we're talking about cryptids this week and we're yeah. all the way in japan well from the safety of our own homes. Uh, <laughs> from the safety of our home, we're, we're in Japan. <laughs> you will hear, because we are in another country, you will hear my ghost tube speaking in another language. Uh, and it's cool. It also has a translation factor there. So you'll hear that other language. You'll be speaking Japanese tonight, but it'll also translate for you a couple seconds later. So you'll hear kind of a couple different things coming from my side. And, of course, Dave has his ghost tube running. And so it's going to be interesting. Uh mm -hmm see to see what comes through tonight I'm, I'm hoping one thing really does come through tonight but me, uh, me too but i'm actually more expecting that for next week next but week, next week yeah. we're we're definitely talking about japan and we are going to talk about the forest because this is definitely a forest dwelling cryptid absolutely and in you know in the midst of us because they're the the japanese they have a they have a whole bunch of spirits yeah. That they that they worship, then they you know, you know, I guess some of them are disfigured. Um, <laughs> so to actually, you know, we actually wanted to dive into a couple of seemingly flesh and blood cryptids. Yeah. Um, so I think we got a good couple that we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about the hippogon today, um, and then on our on our Scare Network TV which if you guys are not a part of it, they're definitely doing some stuff. I don't think they're ready to go live yet on the new format. Um, I think we're still waiting maybe another week or so, but when, when they're ready to go and 
we start giving them episodes, our show on the Ninjin is going to air on Scare Network TV here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Looking forward to talking about that tonight too. Um, 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 yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to talking about that one. There's some some interesting stuff, bro. But this is interesting too, and very um, interesting. I crying. I'm not crying. Maybe not yet. Right. I'm not crying. You're crying. You're crying. <laughs> it's a contact lens. Um, <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a little. What was your? I mean, I'm just. What was your first impression when we when we decided we were going to talk about the Hebogon? My first I'm impression cool. when we when we're deciding we're going revolting. Japan, not quite. I guess it's but, revolting. <laughs> not quite. Stink on ice. Uh, was hell yeah, Japanese squatch. Let's talk about it. This is gonna be freaking amazing. Uh, because I know how how talked about and and, and everything for 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 our Bigfoot here in, in the United States, and That's and I was like, it's it's murdered. Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be big over there be too. Careful. Japan is seventy three percent forest and mountain. I mean, it's 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 gonna be. That's funny. Don't spoil my lore, bro. I really... <laughs> <laughs> don't give away all my stats, bro. I just recorded that. Uh, uh, so, but but I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. I'll stop there because I don't yeah, want to get too that. far into it. Uh, Dave works hard. <laughs> Work hard for the money. I don't get paid. I work hard. <laughs> That's why I said Dave works hard. <laughs> I work hard. Uh, doing doing these these uh, lore and history videos. So I don't I don't want to I want to give too much away off the video or anything like that. So I, I'll you know what Dave? Why don't we just let's roll the video and uh, and and get so I don't spoil anything. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Let's let's roll the video and then if you want to add something, axe. You can axe it. <laughs> I'll axe it. You'll axe it. All right. Here we go with the lore and history of the Hebogon. Check this out. It might be unbelievable to think there are cryptids in Japan. But when you understand the geography of Japan, around 73% of the country is forest and mountains. So plenty of space for a creature to roam and keep out of sight of people. This is the Hibagon. The Hibagon, or Hinagon, is a Japanese version of North America's Bigfoot, said to live on Mount Hiba in Hiroshima Prefecture. Not much is known about the Hibagon, but some say that it is a quiet beast that tends to run from animals rather than hunt them. Like all hominids, they have a unique stench that is said to smell like decomposing flesh. Hibagan are much smaller than their North American counterpart, being most commonly reported as around 5 feet tall and estimated as weighing around 180 pounds. Most recent sightings, however, place it at almost 6.5 feet tall. Unlike the Sasquatch, the Hibagan is often described as looking more like a gorilla or giant monkey, and although it is often seen moving bipedally, Many reports tell of the creature moving about on all fours quite easily. 
Some eyewitnesses even claim the animal was hopping along, just like a monkey. Other notable differences are the hebogon's apparent lack of fear of people and the absence of any sort of vocalization in any reports. The hebogon are reported to be reddish-brown or black in color, sometimes reported as to having a patch of white fur on the chest or arms. It is said to be foul-smelling, with a face covered in bristles, a snub nose, and glaring, intelligent eyes. The face is sometimes said to be long and somewhat protruding, rather than flat like a human's. And the head is often reported as proportionately large and shaped somewhat like an inverted triangle. Hebogon is mostly known from a series of sightings lasting from 1970 to 1982. By October 1974, the Shobara town office had received 29 reports about the Hebogon appearing in the wild. After the surge of eyewitness accounts in 1974, sightings of the Hebogon dropped off almost completely until 1980. After 1982, sightings abruptly stopped, or at least there were no reliable reports of the creature after this time. Did the Hebogon suddenly go extinct or move deeper into the forest to get away from humans? Perhaps we'll never know. But 50 years after the first sightings, the town of Shobara in Hiroshima Prefecture is still influenced by the creature. And we have been influenced to talk about it. Are the Hibogon a race of primates that went off the grid? Or just a case of mistaken identity? So yeah, the Hibogon. I I I don't I this one this one's a little tricky. Okay, so there's quite a few sightings from in between 1972 and 1982. Some good ones. Some good ones. Yeah, anyways. yeah. Ni 1970 to 1982. Boom. And in 1974 alone, 29 sightings. Yeah. They had over a hundred reports or sightings when they created the 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 basically the the government created a, a, a I don't know what you want to call it a, people that look into the the, the sightings. Uh, oh, what happened to our background? That might have been my fault. I was trying to do something. <laughs> I think I clicked it. Um, so. But over a hundred reports of sightings once they opened that up, they were paying people for their oh, reports. Yeah. They were they were hello. paying five thousand yen. Five thousand yen. Well, hello to you. Per report. And which is it which is awesome because the average wage per year was fourteen thousand yen. Yeah. So yeah. So you got three sightings. You just you just made your year, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like they did it like inconvenience tax. Where like, dude, um, um, 
Thank you, Sassy. I appreciate that. Oh, my love. <laughs> Spread the love. I love it. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, how they, you know, they're just uh, sightings upon sightings upon sightings. I mean, like just a shit tone and uh, total between 1970 and 1982, there were a total of over 200 sightings. Yes. Yeah. Did Did you vape? Yes. <laughs> okay. There is there a cloud like right in front of you, just kind of sitting there. I blew it out that way. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. All right. Yeah. Debunked. So. Um. But. But dude, and then after 1982, completely gone. Yeah, I, I thought that was strange, and I don't know. If I want to put that to where the Hibigon has died out. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's what I'm wondering, because that was that was a question I asked in the lore. Did they become extinct? Or did they just like move deeper into the forest to where they couldn't get, be seen? Watching you. Because and there, there was every... a report where four armed gentlemen during a sighting went to go hunt for this thing. Yeah. Uh, which, you know. Being that it is, I don't want to say it's a docile creature, but it's it's not necessarily scared of people. But it's no. not an, it's not a, a aggressive in nature at all. No, and I think at, at most it might be territorial because there's a there the, the elementary children. Yeah, with the kids. Yeah, and how they um yeah early nineteen seventy when a group of elementary school students were picking wild mushrooms in the forest of Mount Hiba, they came across an ape-like animal noisily crashing through the nearby brush. The creature became agitated by the presence of the children and started snapping branches, making excessive noise to intimidate the children to leave. Yeah. Which, of course, the, the children fled in terror, ran back to the teacher, and then, yeah, they sent out a hunting party after this thing. Yeah, and they did find a lot of crushed undergrowth. Yeah. And some branches that had been twisted off. Um, mm -hmm. which they say, you know, the little kids not gonna there are too big of branches for a little kid to be <clears throat> twisting off and throwing on the ground. Um but I I don't know. It 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 seems like it it might have a little territorial sense to it, like yeah. maybe Maybe it wanted the mushrooms that these kids were finding. <laughs> Them's my mushrooms. This is my magic <laughs> mushrooms. You know. <laughs> but I'm probably you know Japanese. But yeah, it was just it was really interesting. And the one of the one of the coolest things is the 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 most recent sighting in 1982. Yeah, was the tallest by far. This was like six and a half foot tall. Yeah. And yeah, it was crazy. It, yeah, and it actually had a stone tool with it. Yeah, it had time. an axe, like a stone axe. Like it was, they were evolving. Yes. Yeah, and I, I, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. That, what was weird though is that it grew. I mean, these things are normally yeah. depend five foot, one hundred and eighty pounds. Here comes this granddaughter, six and a half foot, two twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes this this Shaquille O'Neal fucking <laughs> Hibagon. <laughs> Shows up. 
you know. <laughs> I got an axe. <laughs> I, I got an axe. I dunk basketball. Um, but and you're going, holy shit. <laughs> you know, and it's got a tool and it's friggin', but every every account, every just about every sighting that I saw were like when they saw its eyes, it was like it seemed really intelligent. Yeah, that was the big thing with it is yeah. you know, when I was first reading about this, you know, again, super excited when we decided that we we're gonna talk about the Hibagon. But when I started yeah. reading about this, my, my spirits got a little busted. Um, but your spirits were a little dispirited. Yeah, uh, I was a little, I was a little let down. I was, I was a little down on it, but I yeah. love how they the the intelligence. Yes, that because, and that's something you know, we've heard that a lot. Okay, that's a fly. I saw it physically. Saw yeah. it. <laughs> uh, I that. The intelligence, and we, we've seen it in other creatures to where, like, you can look at an animal and see intelligence in it, right? Like, yeah. you, like when you go to the zoo and you see an orangutan, smart motherfucker. You can tell it's working shit out. You can tell it's like, hmm. It's like, you know, I stole his watch. I'm going to go pull the out and lock this door. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, th there's there's certain animals that you can really see intelligence in, and I don't know I don't know if you've ever been up front with a bear or not. Yes, I have. Yes, <laughs> um, it, many and, times. And there is a bear in Japan that kind of kind of looks like what, what they describe here. Uh, Please go. But when you're near a bear i don't see intelligence in its eyes no i see i see instinct i see, I see pure I see animal pure animal instinct i might eat you i might just beat the shit out of you and wish you were dead yeah uh, i'm gonna make you walk with a limp forever type of eyes oh <laughs> <laughs> um, disagree ghost tube dis disagrees ghost with that statement Japanese ghost tube disagrees. Like I've even seen bears in the circus, and even though they're performing tricks, you don't see intelligence behind those eyes. So for so, for all these reports that are being depicted, they all say the same thing. There's intelligence behind those eyes. Yeah, I I think there's something there, you know, to say that that that's and with it not being seen since 1982 i think it realized possibly this is just a theory of mine that it did realize that hey these we ain't out here doing ship these motherfuckers got guns with boomsticks and they want to hurt me and they're chasing me we're just gonna go deep where they can't go well I yeah and then the when they were you don't understand well i guess you don't understand bro <laughs> um but you know I, and along those lines they're you know they're having all these sightings and then everybody and their dogs show up yeah to, because they want that 5,000 yen so they're showing up and the population of of Shibota, um, which is the town in Hiroshima prefecture that like the main yeah, sightings it, it used to be Shiba now it's Shiroba uh, they yeah. kind of combine into one town exactly and um, when 
you know, their population went from 3000 to like 10,000. Yeah. In the yeah. matter of a year. Yeah. And, and now it's and back down to like 3,500 or 2,500 or something like that. Um, and, and incidentally, they're, they're saying that the population of Japan will become endangered by the end of the next century. Yeah. yeah. yeah Human that, population. Yeah. Because they, they, um, we, yeah, they made it, they restricted cool. birth. So, you I mean, you had to like get special licenses and stuff to make babies because they were so overpopulated. Yeah, dude, now, people sleeping in fucking dressers, like and running them out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now there's more old people than there are younger people. The younger generation, there's not very many. Yeah. So they're they're expecting the population to go down from 126 million right now to yeah. 50 million. Yeah. By the end of the century. Share. Yeah. Because everybody's going to die off, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. But but it makes it, I understand why they do that. They live on Japan's is a little fucking tiny island. They're on an island. This thing is no bigger than Rhode Island, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking Hawaii over there. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not even I mean, it's one Hawaii, of the small islands. <laughs> yeah. So if, yeah, if you think about Japan, Hawaii is bigger than Japan. Yes. Just the big so, island is yeah. bigger than Japan. Yeah, the big island is bigger than Japan. So put that in context for, for people in the States that are they're listening or watching. The big island in Hawaii is bigger than Japan. There's more population in Hawaii than there is in Japan. Which is, well, no. Oh, that? There's, no there's, there's, there's less. More there's... population in Japan than yeah. in Hawaii, but Hawaii Ooh. is bigger. Yeah. So, but, I mean, they're, they're saying, I mean, basically, the size, so they, square footage wise or acreage. Sure. Sure. The, the size of Japan is about the same size as Rhode Island. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. And, and it's got, it's got 126 million. In it. It was like, yeah. yeah. And 73% of it is still forest and mountains. Yes. Yeah. It's one so of the reasons why I want to go there. Cause like, you, you got, you know, Kyoto, Tokyo, and stuff like the big cities that everybody's packed in. But there's so many of these little tiny villages out in these forest areas that that's where I want to go to Japan. I yeah. that that's where you learn about Japan. Yeah. Well, they got and, they got so many abandoned houses. Yeah. In Japan, that they'll give them to you. They'll yeah. give it to you as long as you do the repairs on it and fix it up. Which is really expensive, but but if you you know if you fix the place, it's yours. They'll just give you the house. I I, I say, Dave. I know we're talking about Hibigon here, and we're a little off subject, but I say we just move to Japan into one of the free houses. We'll fix it up. We can do some babble, learn the language, <laughs> learn the language. <laughs> you know, we could do our show over there. Still, you know, there's plenty of places to go. Freaking investigate. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> As long as we're making about 14,000 yen a month, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> but no, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy that the, I, I, I firmly think because of what was going on, yeah, I think Fireplace. It, it, it pulled itself back. It's like, no, there's yeah. like, well, it's getting crazy. We're just gonna, yeah, I think, I think they were smart enough 
to to go okay we need we need to go off the grid we need to get out of here so whether they come back like rise of the planet of the apes i don't know yeah but um well i think my my favorite sighting was in 74 where a motorist is driving down the, the road and they see this thing walking on all fours. In fact, you actually have the picture in the history that he yep. took. Um, yep. That's that yeah. So you got the two trees there and then in between you kind of see a head and the arms kind of right there. Uh, yeah. But it's walking on four on all fours at first. And then yeah. as he gets closer, it stands up on two legs and runs. Yeah. And and dips and he because he was like, Oh, it's probably a, a bear, and he starts yeah. walking up to it, and the dude's like, Foop, I don't think so. And <laughs> and and runs and took off, yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course he snaps that picture. It's yeah, it is what it is. That picture. I mean, it, yeah, that's probably the best photographic evidence that's actually out there. I've seen. I've seen others. Um, I see you. That one's okay. I'm not sure about it. I don't. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Uh, I hear there's this one. That one looks like a dude in a ghillie suit. So I'm not sure about Could that. One. Yeah, I got a close up on that. I've taken a face value. They're like, oh, here we go. And then, yeah. you know, and then there's this one. And this is the this is the crazy thing because it's so small, it's a lot easier to hoax, right? You right, because it's five foot tall. So it, you're not you're it, not trying to get a pounds. I could do that, <laughs> but uh, to me, that looks that looks more ape than squatchy or anything. Well, you know and, what I mean? And that's the thing is they they consider the hibagon more ape like than than humanoid. Yeah, they they do, but it, well, it also good. has been confused with the the bear, the Japanese bear there. I'm stuck uh, with the white paws, uh, even white markings on the chest, and yep. it very much that depicts the the Japanese bear, the Asian bear. Right, and there's a there's a large primate that's over there too, like a type of baboon or something. Yeah, that's but kind it's of a only color. two foot tall though. It, it's, it's not what? very big. It's not very big. It's only they, like you know, they, they think that that, that could be part of the hoax. Um, they also think it's some kind of wild man or something. Yeah, that's not. in the woods. Some kind of World War II um, veteran or something like that that's <laughs> running around. Swear to God, it said it possibly could be a deserter from the Japanese ships. I had to read that. It was spelled C H E F, a deserter from the Japanese chefs. <laughs> so, so something. So Iron Chef, he gets eliminated. He goes into the woods. I was all, what? Fucking Morimoto with a stone axe or something. <laughs> I think they're talking about a deserter from a you know, Japanese soldier, possibly. Yeah. I just I I thought that was hilarious and I had to share that. My favorite one though is an individual ravaged by the atomic radiation from the nuclear attacks in Hiroshima, right? Which is 
right here. This is where it happened. Hiroshima is is right next door. Yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki is even close. It's uh, close. Yeah. Nag- oh yeah. Nagasaki. Right like, yeah. <laughs> so I I think that's First. my favorite thing. I mean, how do you feel about the mutation of animals due to exposure to radioactivity? I think it's possible. I don't know if it if it can happen to that extent. I mean, I've seen some weird shit come out from fishing. Weird shit have come out of Chernobyl, where you're like, "Whoa, where is it?" The three headed snake and yeah, friggin' yeah, fish with two heads and fish with human teeth. That was scary. Human teeth, yeah, that's crazy shit. So, so yeah, could this be a, you know, a, a radioactive mutant from? You know, from World War II, yeah, it's a no. And and why not have that intelligent? Yeah, and I could see something like that. And with the mutation, I could see the DNA being mutated along with it. And if it did have offspring, it would create pretty much the same thing. Everybody knows. I don't know if there's probably a lot of uh, people out there that that have had their parent. Uh, parents or even grandparents in the Vietnam War where people are exposed to Agent Orange. Uh, both of my brothers suffer from what my dad got when he got hit with it. Um, it fucks you up and it can create birth defects. So if you are fucked up and it changes your DNA due to the radioactive exposure, you could yeah. be breeding things like this. Yeah, and extreme where, conditions can promote a sudden evolution. And, and imagine, and imagine, you know, being in 1943, 44, when we dropped the bomb. It was 44, 45 when they. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you drop the bomb, and imagine you get, you, you, you get this burst of radioactive radiation and it, from from the nuclear blast, and and it does mess you up, and you turn into this growth. I would say. Probably in their eyes, grotesque thing. I don't find them very grotesque. It's just you know a squatch. Yeah. Um, and then you give birth, and you know society's not going to accept your kids, so you just keep them out there in the forest with you. And yeah. so they they learn that okay, as long as I don't get too close too close to humans, there won't be no problem. But then now these humans are trying to I kill them. I I can see that. I can, in I can front of you, we're just going to dip. We're just going to go further in where you can't get to us. These, these younger ones are going, holy shit, Grandpa was right. Which would explain why in 1982, 10 years down the road, bring it to me. Teenager, he had been gone. That's six and a half foot tall. Yeah. Going with an axe, with a stone axe going. Dude, Sorry. Uh, shit. Uh, maybe uh, uh, Grandpa was right. Dad was right. We need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I could I could see that happening. I could I could really see that you? happening. I I I don't know how much stock I put into it, but I could that, that's a very it was my favorite one out of all of them. Yeah. Besides just being the natural that it could be a gorilla, um, I still can't explain what the Sasquatch is. So there's yeah. so many theories behind what a squatch is. Yeah. So yeah, no, I when know. you were when you were talking about the when we talked about the first incident with the elementary school kids and they, they went out hunting for it and they found all the busted branches and stuff like that. They actually found like branches and, and brush 
that seemed to have been twisted off by hand. Yeah. And they didn't believe him. Uh, they like, dude, like, there's no way an elementary school kid could do this. Yeah. They did so, find footprints in the snow ranging from what? 21 centimeters to 30 centimeters. I think I wrote down here. The largest, the largest set of tracks found um, measured 30 centimeters in length, which is yeah. about 10 inches. And yeah. So yeah. when they found those bigger, bigger ones, they actually yeah. went for 300 meters. Yeah. That trail went. That, yeah. That's, that's, that's significant. They followed these tracks for a while. This was, yeah, this was in December of 1970 when they found that. Yeah. Yeah. In the, uh, in the snow. Um, clap, Plaster casts were actually taking, were, were have been taken, um, and now this is when they've created the 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 the, the group that goes investigates everything. Uh, mm -hmm. They did take plaster casts of footprints at a construction site that they believed to be mm -hmm. the Hibagon. Um yeah. But yeah, in, in 1982, actually in 1985. They finally said the Hibagon's gone. Yeah, they finally, yeah, July three of 85, they were like, okay, it's over. Yeah, three years after the three years after the last sighting. Last sighting. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, in, in 1972 was when the, the University of Kobe actually conducted an investigation. Ah, University of Kobe. That's and that's where they found that's where they did the tracks and stuff like that. And they are all like the, the footprints were inconclusive. They didn't find anything, any any Hibogon or anything like that. Yeah. I um, hear you. Um, but then after after 1974, nothing really happened until like 1980. And then there was another like rash of sightings between 80 and 82. Yeah. And then, it, yeah. And then it just stopped because I, I think that last one was like, nope, we need to go. <laughs> yeah. We got to go pack up the kids. We're out of here. Pack up the kids pack up the family. We're just, we're going to head up the hill. I'm eternal. Uh, okay. But I found it interesting in, in everything. I was reading the reports because uh, I actually talked, I actually saw a report of a guy uh, when he was a kid living there and how people would literally walk up to them and ask if they found any holes or anything because they were trying to find the den of this of this creature. Um, and then there was actually a guy that was actually on the I can't talk. Uh, yeah. uh, investigative oh. team that would you know go get these reports and stuff. And being that it was a small town, he actually lived in this town. Uh, and being a small town, he knew quite a lot of these people that he was interviewing about their reports. And he said 90% of the people that he interviewed, they would rather die than lie about something that, you know, yeah. so he took them, he didn't take them with a grain of salt. He took them with truth. Yeah. So I, <clears throat> I found that very interesting. And that, that was actually from the guy that was actually doing the investigations in the town. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. But he did say based off all the reports and everything that he's, you know, all the people, witnesses that he's talked to and everything, the main thing that, he took from it is that this creature was slow, harmless, but very intelligent. Not recently. Not so recently. I, <laughs> yeah, this hasn't recently. Yeah, not recently. Uh, not but recently. slow, harmless, and and very intelligent is what he got out of all those reports. And I found that pretty interesting. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I I I I really don't know what to think about this Ibigon. There's no no attacks from this thing. Um, there's no real big aggressive behaviors. Candle. There's some good good except for that first incident. Yeah, I don't know if that was like an aggressive behavior, but more of a warning style behavior. Well, no, like, it, it was an yeah. intimidation tactic. It yeah. was I, I can't say it was in aggression, but I would say it was territorial. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I mean it yeah, truck drivers seeing it walking across fields uh near a dam and then running and back across the street the into yeah. yeah. Um the the one in the rice field. Yeah, uh, where the guy was cutting his grass and everything. I mean, there's there's quite a few sightings yeah. that I, mean, yeah, I really do like. Yeah, that's just that's just a fraction of them because with over 200 sightings, yeah, in 12 years, there yeah, was like some crazy stuff big, and big concentration there. That's a that's a yeah that's a that's a lot of shit happening, and you know you have to think that there's more than one. So that I mean that made me think that there's like there's like a whole race of these things. Yeah, and that was another theory. Are they uh, uh, Aboriginal race in Japan? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. there, there's some good theories out there. Some good theories out there. Right. Pretty good. It's pretty good, bro. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm liking it, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned that there haven't been any sightings. But I, yeah, I think it's more that they're smart so they they backed up yeah. then then they actually died off because we talked about the menehune and yes and this this brought a lot of similarities to the menehune to me yeah but the Where, unlike, uh, unlike the menehune these guys weren't counted in what the do census. you want <laughs> the census or anything but the but the menehune like you know maybe they died out But possibly. I don't think that happened. Possibly, possibly, I, yeah, possibly. I, I'm, I think it's more of a chance that the, that the Hibagan didn't die out than there is the Menahune. Yeah, they. Just I think there might still be Menahune, but there, like, and who knows? With all these small little villages out there that still exist, these little farm communities, maybe they have seen them and they live peacefully they with each other. Yeah, <laughs> May, yeah, maybe they've got some kind of understanding. Yeah. That where they they don't talk about them, yeah, during, you know, but it's interesting. This this one was interesting. Yeah, you ready to score? I I'm, score. I'm stuck. I scored very low here. I scored pretty low. I, I I'm this might be the lowest score I've ever given something. <laughs> okay, well, I'm definitely not the lowest I've ever given. This is the, the lowest we've ever given was the Menahune. And that was 45. And I get I'm below the Menehune. I went below okay. the Menehune. Okay, um, so I'm I am I'm not. I'm, I'm above that. <laughs> I thought uh, I was I was disappointed. I was very the, disappointed. I was disappointed at, at my score, but now I, I feel a little bit better about myself because you scored even lower than I did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But maybe. I mean, maybe. So so the first thing we talk about is the size. Yeah, and the size of the creature is no bigger than a human being, even at its biggest. Even at its even biggest. biggest. So yeah, I went straight five. Yeah, I was a five there. Yeah, so that that's real easy to do. Yeah. Um, now speed, I didn't get anything about it being slow. 
I did see I, it run off. I didn't think it was any faster than human, though. No, I I, I went human with it, uh, with yeah. the speed, even though they did say slow. They're here. Harmless, intelligent. Uh, I I still went because it's able to run off from people. So I went I went with human speed and I put it at a four. Yep, me too. Okay. Now, the evidence here, I there's a big lack of. Yeah, I, I there there are up. some there, like there, there's nothing after 82. Yeah. And, and they've even they've even gone on to say there's no video yeah. of this ever. Ever. Only ever. still pictures. Just still ever. pictures. Just still Leave pictures. Here. And even the still pictures are very, very limited. I think yeah. you pulled up the three. <laughs> well, I I pulled I pulled up I pulled up six. But what's what's real and what's not, I don't know. Yeah. And again, so, goes to the grain of salt either way. I can't, I, I, you know, can't go, nope, that's fake. I'm not going to count it. If I if I see it, yeah. it counts as evidence. Yeah. If I found pictures, it counts as evidence. I'm outside. So, so I went four with the evidence. I, I went three with the evidence. That, that's where I was at. Um, could I move on that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you brought up a couple more pictures than I saw. So I, I could see a four there. I could see a four there. Okay. All right. So let's go with aggression. This was this was tough. I wanted to I wanted to give points to the fact that it's an intelligent creature. I because I think if threatened, I think it could be very aggressive. But it's never I, shown any aggression. It's shown. It hasn't I went, even I went, I went higher than I should have on the aggression Please here. Go. It hasn't even killed an animal. Bro. There's not even live. What is that? Talked about it. About it does not. It does not hunt animals. It doesn't kill livestock. No. So I I was at a one on the aggression level, bro. Okay. No, I went I went higher than that, but I went way too high. I don't think it should be a one though. I would be willing to bump it up to a two because the intimidation factor that it did with the, the school. Um, but even then, I don't think that was aggressive. I mean, they're school children. It knew it didn't have to do a lot. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go three. I mean, it twisted the branches off. It showed strength. I think, I think there could be aggression there if its home is threatened. And I think that's why it moved its territory back because it was like, we don't want to fight. So let's go. And um, so yeah, I'm gonna go three, so we'll go two point five on that. What 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 did what did you what did you originally have it as? <laughs> I originally I originally put a six, and I I honestly don't know why. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> wow, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know why a six came up to I you. Why, I don't know why I had a six there. I just it. That's what's there. And I'm like, why did I put a six there? I don't know. Six. But no. So after talking about it and reading, I'm like, no, three. I'm like, I'm going to go three. Um, okay. So the lore on this. Uh, I I wasn't too heavy on lore. Um, this thing came into fruition in 1970. Yep. And died yep. out in 1982. Yeah, it hit like a like a Roman candle and then burn itself out in twelve years. Yeah, um, I went a four here. That's okay. that's where I was at. 
Okay, I went five, and the reason being is that the town of Shibota is still reeling about. They still they're still intimidated by this thing, and they're they're still talking about it. They're still they're not saying any sightings or anything like that, but they're still talking about it, which hints to the lore. They're still discussing it. It's still popular. It's still affecting that town. Kevin. Um, so I went five. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like they're getting ready to do the 50 year anniversary for it. I I like that. I like that. I I, I can I can pull, bring it up to a five here. Okay, sightings. Quite a bit. You you said you had 200 there. I was just going based off the the 100 that I saw. Um, lot of reports. Uh. I mean, the evidence doesn't support the sightings, but there's a lot of reports no. out there. Um, it could just be that people were getting paid for them or not. Uh, I'm not sure, but I I went I went a seven here, is where I went on the sightings. Okay, I went I went. Yeah, I mean higher than what I, the evidence showed. I went higher. I I went nine here because two hundred supposed sightings in 12 years that's significant even though it completely died out after that <clears throat> that's why i yeah. couldn't go 10 but 200 sightings in 12 years 200 sightings in 12 years and we've talked about this before in fact you've How? talked me down due to this before the fact that it has died Thanks, out it died out but <clears throat> you know but that in those cases there were like like 10 or 12 sightings and then yeah. it dies out this is 200 sightings, bro. This is like, it was like, it was all, it was all over this area. Again, nothing since 1982. It's, it's yeah. literally been 21, 21, what, 41 years now yeah. since the last sighting. Yeah. And I, I have to, I have to give that credit and yeah. everything so yeah, like I, 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 that's why i'm not at a 10 but that, and that that's kind of why i'm at a seven it's it's okay so it's you're lost. seven i'm at a nine so that puts it at an eight at an eight and you're getting a call yeah <laughs> uh people that know i do my show are trying to call me uh so <laughs> uh not for the show uh so audio here this, this is an interesting one because it's it's reportedly a silent unlike the sasquatch which makes vocalizations all the time this one's quite as shit and i think it speaks to its intelligence yeah. it's dark that I, as to why it's so quiet i did give mm -hmm. points to the the intimidation the noise and the breaking and and that kind of shit I didn't gave... think about that when I scored this. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. They're, they have to wait till the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, but I, I went with a one on the audio. I probably should have went a two with the intimidation thing with, with the elementary kids, but that is literally the only report. The only report of, yeah. I mean, audio. I was I was looking at like when the thing 
went down and did the, you know, did the dam and ran across the road and the one that was going through the grass. Um, those are, those are sounds. So I actually went four, but, but yeah, if you're at a two and I'm at a four, then it's a three. But even with the yeah. dam and running across the grass, they didn't depict it as being heard with large footsteps or anything like that. Or, uh, even the one that saw it, it's gotta be making a sound. We've got to give some kind of potential there for making a sound. If, if I'm walking in the grass, I'm making a sound. <laughs> and this thing, and this thing's not much bigger than me, or it's actually a little bit smaller than me, but weighing approximately the same. So I, I've got to give some, you know, they, the, they make it a point that it's very, it's silent, but when it moves and stuff, it has to make noise. So I'd, I'd be willing to drop down to a three. But because of the, the breaking of the brush and the twisting of the branches, and I mean, I know it's just one incident, but that, that should be two points by itself. I'd be, I'd be willing to go three. I'd be willing to go three. Thinking about that. Okay. Now this was you know, physical and objects again, um, this was, you know, the, the branches and the brush, um, there's no physical contact happening here. This thing, no. this thing hasn't no hit contact. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't hit human beings. It doesn't throw shit at people. Um, it did the, the brush and the objects. And then I am, I gave points to the footprints yeah. that they found and yeah. the cast. So I went for for the physical I, here. I was at four as well. Okay. All right. The emotional yeah. aspect. Em emotional. I was kind of high here. I underscored it. Honestly, after the discussion, I, cause I gave it the points with the 50 year anniversary, the people in the town, uh, I didn't necessarily get a big fear factor here, but I forgot about the people trying to hunt it. Um, I, I guess a little bit of fear with the elementary schools. I was only at a five on the emotional aspect. And I think I should be more at a seven. Okay. Um, I went eight on this. Um, and it was, yeah, it was the, the fact that the town is still like emotionally charged. Yeah. about this creature not necessarily fear but but that the the government paid people to yeah. to get evidence whole bunch of people showed up during its heyday and was hunting the thing um soon soon the school kids running in fear um i had to give points to that so and then this the overall curiosity of the creature so so yeah i went eight I can see that. <clears throat> I can see that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Holy cow. So we'll go 7.5. 7.5. All right. All right. So danger. I'm I went I went a little higher, I think, than I should, but I was I'm accounting to the fact that these things are really smart. To your left. I, I go based off of, of the reports what's happened the very little intimidation factor that it had um the fact that 
in all the reports, the big thing that he got out of them was slow, harmless, and then very intelligent. I yeah. went with a danger level of two. I mean, okay. even the people that are putting the reports out there are saying it's not dangerous. Yeah. It's, this is it's not a right. dangerous creature. Um, I gave it yeah. that extra bump because of that intimidation factor that it did when, when the kids were hunting for the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I didn't see myself going really high here with the danger okay. factor. Even the people that are reporting it weren't scared of it. They're like, oh, this thing's harmless. Yeah, except for the kids. So the well, so the kids, being, the kids being scared of it and, and its obvious strength, I gave that two points, and then I gave two points for the intelligence. So um, I went originally six, but I'm going to go four. Then we'd be at a three. Yep. What's that total? <laughs> Uh, well, that brings our total for the Hebagon to 46, making oh. it one point higher than the Menahune. <laughs> wow, did I really go up? One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven. I had a thirty-six, but I might have might have not counted correctly at the beginning. <laughs> oh yeah, because there's one, two How that I put myself after the discussion. Yeah, ten point difference. I I originally scored it a thirty-six, so we're ten points higher than what I originally scored it. Where where did you originally score it? I originally scored it a 57. Wow. But you had some really, really high ones there. <laughs> I, I did. Like the aggression was. Well, yeah, I, I did. I gave, it, I gave it a high aggression. And I still, I still don't know why I did it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I read something that I didn't write down or, or something. I, but I can't remember it. <laughs> so. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. And but I I over I high I overscored the danger level for sure. And I think I did that because I overscored the aggression. I think those two went hand in hand. There was something that made me think this thing was more dangerous than it was than it is. Because it's not beside you. Beside me on my left and beside me, yeah. Beside me is my beer, which is I'm drinking. Um, so yeah, 46. Um, I'm just gonna say it's probably not gonna make the tournament. <laughs> Just no, no, this is not a tournament. This is it's not, not a, a tournament worthy cryptid. But worthy see, this cryptid. I like I said, this this reminded me a lot of the Menahune because I don't think it's aggressive. I don't I think it's more of not a, likely a race, be it aboriginal or whatever. I think it's more of a race of, of beings that moved deeper into the forest to get away from civilization. So you went more Menehune. So you don't think this is an actual cryptid. You think this is a race of beings mm-hmm. that move. I mean, I do think they're more ape-like and stuff like that, but I think it's I think it's a race of beings and not just not a cryptid where there's only like a few of them. So not a cryptid. I don't think it's cryptid. I don't think it's hoaxed. 
I think there's some things that are misidentified, like as bears or whatever. Um, but but I don't think it's a cryptid. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a monster. I think they're I think they're intelligent. Yeah, I, I don't I I don't know. I, I don't think this is a cryptid. No. Um I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily want to say this is just folklore either, though. No, I don't want to. I don't want to call this a myth. I think there's. I think. I think it's it's suspect that these things completely dropped off the face of the earth in 1982. Yeah, and it wasn't like they were actually hunting and killing them because they couldn't find them. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, no, I think these were smart bastards that got the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> so yeah, I think they're flesh and blood, but I don't think they're cryptids. Yeah. 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 I, <clears throat> I'm, I don't and, know and what if, I want to classify if, this as. If we're because we're we can't, you know, when we first started. This is the thing. When I first started talking about this, I'm like, great. A, you know, an Asian Sasquatch is what I, yeah. you know, everybody yeah, talks that, about the yeah. Asian Bigfoot or all the sport. Japanese Bigfoot. All and the it. more I, the more I read about it, the less I feel that they're like Bigfoot. I, I don't think they're like Bigfoot at all. I, I don't think they are either. I, I don't think they are either. I, and and I would love to categorize them with the Manihune, but the main thing I'm missing, like the Manihune, was was really easy because shit, they ended up on the census. Yeah, you know, it, was, no. it was really easy to say that they're an Aboriginal tribe, you know, of, of short yeah. people. Um, yeah, well, lolly, I, they were the Lollipop Guild in freaking Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's hard for me to make that depiction here. That was weird. I just heard a. Uh, it's hard for me to make that depiction here because I don't have that to back it up with. So it's hard for me to decide whether I don't think it's cryptid, but I also don't think it's folklore either. I think these things actually exist. I just don't think they're necessarily a monster. Right. Well, and they, and they're not just an animal because I think they're intelligent. They're capable of using tools. So they, they have that ability just like the Menahune. So, so yeah, you got the, you got the, you got Bigfoot here yeah. and you got the Menahune here. I think these are closer to the Menahune. Yeah. But but still more Can you hear him? More primate like. Yes. Something just flew right by you. I think That's that a, was a bug. That, that was a fly. I, was, I don't know even know where it came from. Fucking rainy and cold outside. Yeah. Um, That's probably why it came in. But yeah, I just I I can't for lack of a better place to classify it, I just I think it's an actual flesh and blood being. I don't think it, you know. Yeah, that's a hard one. That's a hard yeah. one. I, I think I'm still just as confused on this one than I was going. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Originally, I was like, "Boom, full on cryptid. This is totally like Sasquatch." Blah blah. Sasquatch. Yeah. But yeah. When I read it, and I'm like, "No, I just yeah, I don't think so. I think this is." You know, I kept I kept seeing similarities to the Manahune, and I was like, "This seems more like the Manahune to me." Yeah, no, I I get it. I I hundred percent get it. With the intelligent factor here, I again, I think it's it, it 
it might have just withdrew itself further from society. Um, who knows where it went? Uh, yeah. Please go. Yeah. I, Please I, go. I'm just going to write not cryptid. <laughs> not, not cryptid. <laughs> yeah, because we're like, is it, is it cryptid, cryptid or is it folklore? And we're like, I don't think it's it's neither. Yeah, it's not cryptid. It's somewhere yeah. in between. But yeah, it, I think, you know, if, if I were to classify it, I'd classify it more as... I, uh, as like Manahune. As like being. the Manahune. It's like a race of beings, a race of intelligent beings capable of using tools that just happen to be closer to primates. Speak. I'm speaking. I get it. Totally understand that. And I can't disagree with you there. I just I I just don't know if I'm there. Right. All right. Cool. So all right. That show the Hibagon. 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 Or Hinagon. Or Hinagon. Um Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like discussing it. And uh I and guys, you know, uh, as a quick reminder, uh, check out the internet, man. Check out the internet. There's some cool shit that we talked about at the beginning of the show. Um, yeah, breaking, please stop breaking breaking world news right now with with two mummy. I don't want to say mummified, but two corpses of alien corpses in Mexico. They just two days ago, so that was freaking amazing. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to keep track of that. But before we head out of here, do have to thank Spotify for Podcasters. That is what allows you guys to hear our beautiful voices out there in your favorite places like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Pass, Pocket Cast, Pocket Pass, <laughs> uh, Radio Public, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and of course, Amazon Music. It's a great place to start your broadcast. It's a great place to continue on as you get your podcast going and because they help you man they they put everything out there for free and as you gain your fan base you, they start helping you with sponsorships so check them out it's it, they are they're pretty awesome pretty awesome completely free as well and of course we want to thank stream yard stream yard as well what allows you guys to see our beautiful faces uh on your favorite places like the facebook spirit spirits Idiot. the YouTube spirits with John and Dave or just at spirits of spirits. And of course, Twitter spirits for spurt. So thank you Streamyard, for uh, doing that for us. And of course, thank you to scare network, man. We love being part of the scare network family. We love doing the exclusives. In fact, when we're done here, we're going to be heading over there to do an exclusive for the scare network TV. Uh, they're in the midst of reformatting everything and making things brand new and better. So keep an eye out for them for the launch of their new stuff because they're going to have some amazing stuff on there. And of course, we're going to have some amazing stuff on there. So subscribe to them as you can. If you want to get more information, they do put out stuff on their Facebook, their their Instagram, their their YouTube channel. So check them out new things, better things coming from them. And again, thank you for letting us be part of the family. But I think next week we are staying in Japan. And yep. I think we decided for the live, we're going to be talking about the round schoolhouse. The round schoolhouse. Yeah. So I am looking 
forward. That's going to be amazing. I can't wait to that. <laughs> and of course, the exclusive for Scare Network for the locations will be the Suicide Forest. So that's going to be interesting to talk about, too, because last time we got close to Suicide Forest, we had Yukio show up, and that was a very big moment for us uh, during our live uh, two years ago now. So so looking, looking, so, yeah, looking I'd love, forward. I'd love to see if Yukiko comes back. <laughs> um, that was a... Uh, that was one. Um, that was one, if not the most powerful moment we've had on the show. Yeah, that. Oh, that was um, a sad moment too. <laughs> it was, like I said, it was powerful. I didn't say it was happy. It was powerful. Um, there, there have been a few to where it's been really impactful. Oh yeah. Um, outside of the show, it's impacted me. Yeah, and then that was that was certainly one of them. Yeah, I, so, think, I think about you, Kiko, all the time. Oh, me time. too, me too. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at. Hopefully, Yukiko makes a, an appearance and wants to talk with us again next week. I, I would, that would I'd be amazing. Uh, but we are gonna say good night for tonight. Appreciate everybody listening and watching, and appreciate everybody that has already liked and subscribed to the channel. So hopefully, uh, new viewers and listeners find us just as funny and amazing as you guys do and start liking and subscribe a little bit more. Yep. So we will see you next Friday on the 23rd set. Uh, be 22nd, I think. Yeah. 22nd, sorry, 22nd. 22nd. There's yeah. only seven days in a week, not eight. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes it feels like it's eight. <laughs> sometimes it feels like it's eight. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, guys, we've, we've moved pretty much permanently to Friday nights. Yeah. We, we tried Friday and Saturday. We found that Friday gets us the most traffic. So we're going to stay on Friday nights Absolutely. at 6 PM Pacific, 9 PM Eastern. So you guys check us out next week. We're going to be in Japan looking at the round schoolhouse ruins and we'll keep on going on Friday nights for the foreseeable future. So yeah. thanks you guys yes. for watching. Thanks, you guys, for checking us out on the replay. Please, if you haven't, like, subscribe, turn your notifications on, and we will see you next time. Absolutely. World credits. 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 credits.